Hi team, and what's the good news? The good news is today is Sunday, so we have another episode for you. We have episode, or we have season two, episode thirty-three. There is now a verb. We're gonna rejoin the action in progress from last week. So let's get after it, shall we? Jenny cracked her knuckles, and both of the mummies reposed. It was kind of comedic. You had to be there. They posed. Jenny jumped first into the air right at Josh, death blade drawn, cutting through any vines that happened to be along the way. The vines moved Josh and lined him up dead center of his chest. If Jenny continued if Jenny continued with her death blade, that's exactly where her blade would go. Not into the vines, but straight into Josh's heart. You could feel the plant monster smile as the dinosaur was actually eating the peas. But Jenny persisted. In near contact, the vines pushed Josh closer to her blade. But her blade did not make contact. Jenny, Jenny thrusted her fist forward closer, and the vines pushed Josh closer. But still, the blade did not make contact. Jenny was withdrawing her blade. Jenny was then close enough for the death blade, and it was retracted. She instantly changed her arc and caught Josh on the chin with her bare fist. Instant knockout and vines fell all around him. They only controlled him if he let them, and he let them. As she swung for Sasha, connecting her fist with Sasha's chin was both refreshing and worrisome. Refreshing because how many times had Jenny wanted to punt Sasha for something and never had the chance? Well, today was that chance. It was some, uh, There was a small worry because what would Alice say? We aren't supposed to hit girls. Well, what if there was a killer plant monster that was controlling her? I think that would be excusable. Jenny let that ease her mind as she grabbed Josh by the ankles and Sasha by her hand and literally drugged them. Don't worry, dear reader, it wasn't too far. But it was an interesting sight, because phase two was close enough to see a long, low brick wall. Nothing intimidating, just a long, low brick wall with steel tracks parallel to the wall as far as the eye could see. Jenny, Jenny decided to rest for a few because the plant monster seemed to just want a host and with no viable targets, it moved to other areas of the wall. No wonder why most people don't talk about it. Most people don't even see it or live long enough to know that it's real. Just like that, there's a train platform in the middle of nowhere, up ahead, only a few feet. A speeding bullet train was not there one minute, then a split second later, Jenny heard the pssss of the air pressure release, and the doors opened as it, came to a, as it came to a stop. The hiss woke Josh and Sasha up from their earlier knockout. They, too, saw that something wasn't quite right. A few seconds later, a young woman was thrown, like literally hurled, out the door, swimming in the air as she was falling. She hit the ground really hard, but took it like a champ. The woman then got up and started screaming into, screaming at the train or to someone inside. Jenny was not close enough to see. Marla had apparently freed herself or passed her test, and she was running to catch up with Jenny, Sasha, and Josh, but they maintained walking forward, watching the screaming woman on the train. Marla screamed for the gang to wait, but she was too slow. She would be entering the platform at a different time which means a different place. Think of it like a revolving door. Whatever slice of the pie you're in, that's where you stay. 
well, until a possible reunion on the other side. And as the three stepped from the desert onto the platform, the, it was like they stepped through a portal, or as if they just stepped through the wall. The desert, and Marla, was nowhere to be found. She was, uh, she was, on, uh, she was still on her way to the platform, but she would never make it there. Jenny kept her distance as the woman calmed down and took a seat on the bench, apparently, was waiting for the next train. Jenny sat down on the bench to the woman's right. Josh and Sasha sat down, too. Using Jenny as a shield, she could be, because today was already weird enough. I mean, they were taking a test, and then it woke up on the ground from being drugged, then stepped through a stitch in time, and met a random woman who was thrown off some kind of invisible train, or... Invisible in the revisible train, uh, the woman was starting to get fizzy, fidgety, and everyone noticed. This is why they won't come, the woman said. No one said anything. This is why it won't come, the woman repeated. Excuse me, Jenny replied. This is why the train won't come. It's not due here till yesterday, the woman said angrily as she, as she smacked her legs and then continued to face forward at the blank wall. Josh was baffled. What kind of bullshit answer is that? What do you mean it's not due here till yesterday? The woman looked over at Josh and Sasha, and then in an instant she covered her mouth. Oh my. This is your first time through the wall. Jim, she looked at Jenny, and she just, and she looked, she gave another disapproval look. She looked back at Josh and Sasha. And said, may whatever God you believe in have mercy on your soul. Checking your watch, it'll be tomorrow soon, so the train should be arriving. They looked up at the, at the board, and indeed, time did change to tomorrow. She left, uh, she left her bag and walked over to be formal and polite. She stuck out her hand. I'm Verb. It's nice to meet you. Sasha stuck out her hand, too, and shook the woman's hand as if cordial. I'm Sasha. As she said, shaking it instantly, the shiny blue blade was coming out, coming out, of her, coming out the back of her hand. Think of it like a wolverine. But once Sasha let go, the blade all but disappeared. The same drill with Josh, and the same blade went away. Next, Jenny. Josh and Sasha watched as they knew Jenny wouldn't tolerate it or would know what's going on. The woman said, I'm verb, you know, like reverberation. And in her hand, with her hand stuck out, Jenny stood up and put her hand millimeters away, but not making contact with verb's hands. I'm Jenny. Verb looked down as her hand, as her hand was still just millimeters away from Jenny. Any onlooker would have thought that they were holding hands, but no touching and no blade from either party. They both, they both mimicked the handshake and then sat back down. You're calm, so you see the train, or so your train should be arriving soon. And then, in a in a, in a blink of an eye, the the in a blink of an eye, a speeding capsule of the bullet train did arrive on the platform. This is my train. It's going to be a long night. You'll have to wait till the next one. Not that anyone moved, did, or said anything, because Jenny just sat there, and because she did, Josh and Sasha sat there too. They now saw Verb getting on the train. And a few minutes later, another train came by. Verb was thrown from the train and sat down on the bench where she was a few minutes ago. 
She reintroduced herself to Josh, Sus, and Jenny. And the same thing as before. When the train came, she hopped on and was gone again, only to be thrown off a few seconds later. It indeed was going to be a long night. Marla was not about to let her free meal ticket, the human sacrifices, get away. So she called in all her possible vultures, that, and they had their instructions. Find Josh and Sasha. They crossed the threshold at different times in order to be put in different times and different places in order to cover the most area possible. The only ones who crossed the same time were in the same space-time continuum together. Others could be off by minutes, hours, or even centuries. Marla, too, saw, when Marla arrived on the platform, she saw the woman being thrown from the train, waiting, introducing herself to Marla, then getting on the train and thrown from it. Marla was receiving port reports from other vultures that they were seeing her, too. Remember, they were in their slice of the pie. That's all I have for this week. I'll give a huge shout-out to everybody that helped out. Uh, special thanks to Toby. You know, he's a badass. Special thanks to Terrence. You know, you're, you couldn't have done this without you. Uh, to Moon Eater, you're a badass, too. Uh, Amber, thank you for being here and for all your support. Opie. And, uh, you know, I couldn't do this without all your guys' care and support. And I just really appreciate it. And I know I probably missed some people. And if I did, I apologize. But we'll have more episodes to go. And until next time, stay frosty, my friends.